All right, welcome to episode six of the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. We are recording remotely because it's the end of the world. Jonathan, where are you recording from? I'm recording from Cannon Beach, Oregon. I'm in Northeast Portland. What about you, Josh Geyer? And I am in beautiful Lake Oswego, Oregon. Sweet. So, uh, yeah, we're still making a podcast, even though there's no soccer. I guess. <laughs> we'll see how much of a podcast it actually is. Uh, Jonathan, do you do you feel, I mean, you expressed some opinions about the coronavirus on the previous episode. Um, do you Do you feel like an a-hole now? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, the answer is no, because we're in the era of Trump. So I'm just going to double down and call whatever you said fake news. Um, <laughs> Why do you hate my uh, grandmother, my, my parents, and my? Yeah. So uh, I will. Uh, I will come back with um, some um, some differing opinions. My fundamental. It's a whole lot of nothing for for most of us. Doesn't change because it really isn't. Um. But the whole idea of uh, killing um, old people or people with multiple chronic conditions kinds of sucks. Uh, and there was that coach in Spain that was 21 that died that didn't have any alleged recovering from leukemia. Uh, oh yeah, well that's got a little bit of a immune deficiency error. Yeah, and like one of the things, um, my dad has COPD, and my mother has diabetes, and has had a heart attack before. And it's like we were planning the big London trip for the big. Um, uh, once they started postponing things, I was like, it just makes sense, like to to cancel the trip. And um, again, fundamentally. Uh, the the science behind the virus hasn't changed. My opinion hasn't changed on that. My opinion has changed on it being nothing for the other people because way more people are dying uh, than uh, than anticipated. Uh, I don't know if you guys listen to. I listen to podcasts all the time, but do you listen to Grant Wall's podcast from Sports Illustrated? No, do not. You should listen to that because his wife is an epidemiologist and MD that's fought massive outbreaks across the world for different uh, viruses. And then I also listened to Star Talk, which sounds really interesting, <laughs> uh, but it's it's Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, uh, and yeah. uh, he uh, just had. So it's it's a really interesting dynamic between who thinks this is a problem and who thinks it isn't a real problem. And so Grant Wall's wife, um, and I forget her name, she was saying like we are basically two two weeks behind uh, Italy. And it's yeah. going to get really bad uh, before it gets any better. And then the Neil deGrasse Tyson podcast had another doctor on who was saying it's still not a whole lot of nothing, uh, but he's saying a lot of overreaction. And he's like, would I go to Seattle right now for vacation? No. But do I think you should stop like air travel and other things? And he said, no. So. Really? Yeah, it was. I, I honestly was very surprised uh, that that was the response. And even Neil deGrasse Tyson saying, "Like, is this really that bad?" Or with the general tone of not being so bad. Again, my my opinion hasn't really changed, but like the concept of it being really deadly to the people uh, that are old with no vaccine. I think that's the issue. Is like flu is just as deadly, but you can get a flu vaccine every year, um, where. This you just can't, and you won't be able to get it for a while. So uh, that's that's where my opinion currently is. So if you don't have to go out, don't. Um, if you have things you can do uh, with appropriate social distancing, uh, then then do those. Uh, like I've been to the grocery store a couple times here in Cannon Beach. I actually drove back to Portland today to get more stuff because uh, shit sold out here that you can't buy, like like you know dog food. So uh, I had to go back to the house and get a bunch of stuff. You can't buy dog food in Cannon Beach? Uh, I'm sure you could buy dog food here, but specific brand uh, for specific issues. Bougie dog food? No, it's Costco brand, dude. Uh, it's not even bougie. Um, but the cost, I don't know if you guys, again, there was another post uh, on Facebook where they were filming outside of Costco in Northeast Portland, on like 133rd and something. And it was uh, uh, like a massive line outside just to even get into the store. Um, uh, that saves me a trip down there. That's my neighborhood, Costco. We were supposed to go to uh, Florida for spring break with the kids. Uh, my mother-in-law is certainly in that age bracket that doesn't 
that's not safe to be around that. And we thought, yeah, well, we can just, uh, you know, get on the plane, go over there and then drive back from Tampa. And then, you know, she's gonna, not going to pick us up. Then we can like hop in the shower and clean ourselves off before we hug her. <laughs> when we, get there. Yeah. Then we realized, uh, you know, that's, that's a really dumb idea because um, we don't know if we're carrying something. Um, even though we don't have symptoms, uh, we can't get tested. So um, that also, that also blew up our backup plan, which was to drive down to Palm Springs and visit my mom. But, um, yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. Don't go the, near the old people. Well, I, yeah, I did the, what, I flew to LA on Thursday and it was like, not that bad. And then like shit hit the fan and, um, trying to fly back. Like it was just just watching these numbers grow and grow and grow while I was there. Champions League was canceled. Like, Premier League got canceled. MLS got canceled. <laughs> so, one thing that doesn't seem to be canceled, I would try to find, um, try to find it online, is the U23 Olympic qualifiers, which I was really surprised. Either I heard that happened. the Olympics was actually going on still, and they were going to have more teams because of the fact that the um, there's no qualifiers right now. Oh, you, so you heard that they're just going to run it without qualifiers? Because yeah, there's qualifiers, the Concacaf qualifiers are still scheduled according to that website that I just just looked at just now. Um, oh no, I'm talking about oh sorry, all sports in general for the Olympics. Oh, they're just going to let any, anybody in? Yeah, they're sort of letting a wider field in. Uh, that doesn't doesn't really work for soccer, I don't think, but. Because Abosi got called up for that. Um, I was surprised that I, I didn't actually know why you have why it's a U23 team, um, but apparently that started because when they started allowing professional athletes onto Olympic teams in 1984, um, FIFA did not want it to rival the World Cup. So, but you're allowed to field a few um, professionals, I think. You can, yeah, professionals are fine. They just have to be under, they have to be U23s. Oh, they just, no, because I think you're allowed to field a few, like, actual, like, big stars. If they're of the, they can't, they have to be U23s. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can't, I mean, they can be big stars. If there's a big star, that's, you know, there's no, like, I mean, how would they do that? Oh, well, that guy's too big of a star. You know, I mean, there's no qualifier for that. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's all I have on Jeremy Abosi. Timberstock. Um, Timberstock with Randy. Randy, Randy, Randy. Getting back to giving Jonathan a hard time. Um, you <laughs> said a couple episodes ago that you were going to go back and read six months worth of articles by Richard Farley. Did you ever do I that? did not know that there was going to be actual accountability on this podcast. Randy, what kind of operation <laughs> yeah. are you trying to run? How'd that turn out? <laughs> yeah, that totally didn't happen. So true story. Um uh, I thought about it like 10 times uh, and then I didn't think about it those other 10 times like for the follow-up. Uh, I did read about two articles going backwards and then I got bored. I just don't like them. I don't have, uh, I mean, and now I don't have an excuse. Now I really should go back and read all of them and try to get approach it with an open mind. But I'm not sure if you were paying attention to his, his Twitter feed, but I mean, what a bag of shit where <laughs> i couldn't quite understand it was he complaining that there wasn't enough independent media at the thorns event or and then jamie goldberg was saying that that it's hard for independent media to get access yeah so there were two things that recently happened on twitter uh because you know what else are you going to do at this time um uh, the one was actually Grant Wall uh, from Sports Illustrated talking about player access in the locker room and how weird that is. Farley was retweeting it saying, yes, it's unprecedented, like nowhere else in the sporting world do they do this and blah, blah, blah. And I understand his argument uh, in terms of like player, like, you know, media access to players in the locker room after a game. But yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a U.S. thing. I don't think it's a like other leagues outside of this country thing. Right. And so, like in the Premier League, they do player interviews like in the hallway, right. they're going into the locker room, and 
and so on. But it's kind of funny because, I mean, they're all selling the rights to Amazon and Netflix and whatnot to film all the behind-the-scenes shit anyway. So Farley's argument of that being not the norm is, yeah, it's not the norm for there for, you know, uh, regular media, but if they can make a buck off it, they'll sell it in a heartbeat. Uh, and, um, and I think uh, players should be held accountable uh, after the games. Like, yeah, you may have had a shit game or whatnot, but you still, uh, like, that level of access sh- shouldn't change. Well, why? I mean, why does that have to happen inside the locker room? What is the aversion to the locker room? That's what I don't understand. Like, that's what are you private, afraid of? Like, your dog hanging out? Area. It's a private area. You know like, I mean? like the- they're not going into the showers. Like, Jamie Goldberg is not rolling into like the timber shower right. while other, like you know they're they're rubbing each other's backs. Like, it's just it's <laughs> it's sitting at a at a chair. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, who cares? Yeah. All right. I guess that's just. Uh... Arguing about that's an American hang up, my friend. I went to a spa in Germany on the Baltic Sea with my friends Klaus and hey, Sasha. Hold on, hold on. Family podcast. I don't want to hear the rest of this story. No, this is really, it's actually, it's, it's, it's a very appropriate story because, like, the, the aversion there, like, the locker room is private. Like, it's such a big deal. Like, they're getting dressed. And uh, Americans are the only people in the world that have a problem with nudity. Uh, and it's like you can go buy a fake toy gun uh, or whatever violent uh, or violence-related thing for a five-year-old, and that's considered normal. But if a boob pops out, like everyone has a heart attack, you know, go back to Janet Jackson. But we, you know, when we were in Germany, so me and Brianna went with our friends Klaus and Sasha. Klaus is from uh, Hamburg, Germany, and Sasha, he's from uh, Kiev, Ukraine, and. It was just like a like a day spa. Uh, it's all ages, all people, old, young, fat, skinny, men, women, and it's just one locker room. Everyone goes in there and changes because you're going to the naked spot anyway, and everybody is naked and nobody cares. It, it's like going to the hot springs in Colorado. Yeah, and it just it became so like I was terrified. Uh, I have a very small penis. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, uh, and you can leave that in there. That's fine. Um, but like, it was just very nerve wracking where I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to go do this and do this. And like three minutes into it, you just realize you're the only one with the problem. So, um, but that was like, you know, that was what I was reading was the point was like, Oh, it's a private spot for them to change. Like who cares dude? like, dude, get over it. It's a wiener move on. Um, and, uh, and so I think for him to advocate for journalists to not have access to the player's post game in that kind of setting is fitting because he has access to it. Cause he's a content creator and he creates the content for the people. Um, so was he arguing against giving any access post game or just get access in the locker room? From what I could read on his tweets, it was just uh, the locker room specifically. But again, I, my answer to that is they're selling the rights right now just so they can market it. Like in Spurs are doing something with Amazon um, which this season is going to be really interesting to see the behind the scenes footage. <laughs> um, I'm almost not looking forward to it, um, but it should be interesting. Uh, and then the second blow up was the uh, journalist not showing up to the Thorns game uh, or the Thorns practice to to do whatever, and he was trying to light up Jamie Goldberg uh, on Twitter for for not showing up and complaining about a lack of access and. Um, I, I can't remember all the exact points, but he, uh, I, again, like that guy, I, I almost want to meet him in real life and have a beer just so I can understand if he's really that big of an a-hole or if um, I'm just misunderstanding him and he does not present himself well in written and spoken media. So maybe it's a case of like he got a job working for the Timbers and he, and he chairs that it's, it's overwhelming on a fandom, like a level and then he's just desperate to protect that wow why you're gonna that's like you're like a you're like a trump warrior right now what do you mean you're like it's like he could be pissing in the river up the stream and you'll be drinking it down there with a big old smile on your face oh no i'm what you mean like i'm not saying i care for him i'm just saying that's (laughs) that's, i mean i care about him as a human being but i mean yeah i'm not like all human beings he his um 
I've actually been surprised at some of the stuff that he's written, you know, analysis post game that he doesn't pull a lot of the punches that you think he would when, cause when you go to a, you know, a team's website, you just expect to expect to read like, Oh, the guys tried their hardest and they came up short, but he will actually sort of call out people. But anyway, speaking of, uh, Timbers media, content creators um i haven't seen any of the timbers and 30 episodes this year even before coronavirus so i don't know maybe they've stopped producing that show or what i, I, I think they did because i haven't they haven't been recording and i have them always set to auto record yeah that's what i noticed too um and that's weird because they just spent money on a new set last year uh, like they they redid the set and i'm sure it wasn't a ton of money but that's still an expense but what they are doing now have you guys did you guys hear about the ptfc from the archive series yeah, I started on Fox. I, no, I didn't know about that. Yeah, it's going to be well. They'll they'll have it streaming too, but they're going to show it on uh, local Fox Channel Twelve. Um, I don't know if it's going to be uh, what day is it on, but oh, twenty March twenty first is the first episode. But they'll they'll show. I don't know if they're going to be like noise, entire games or selected highlights or what it's going to be, and then afterwards they'll make them available for um, downloading or viewing online. Which is good because they never quite did that with Timbers and Thirty, if I can recall. You could always you always got like an abbreviated version of Timbers and Thirty. Yeah, totally. So it was hard to get into that. You know, it was hard to be like, oh, I'm going to watch this because you didn't know if it was going to air and you couldn't catch up on an episode if you missed it. And and you also, oh, never mind. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my brain's not in it right now. We we mentioned. We mentioned that we're, well, we talked before the podcast, we're not really going to rehash any of the stuff from week two of MLS because it's been a while. Um, although I did want to bring up, because I can't let it go, uh, Miami took to the field without a jersey sponsor, which I thought I noticed that. sad yeah. and pathetic. Because they've had, what, like six years since their official first yeah. announcement? And they don't have a jersey and don't have a damn stadium. I mean, I guess I get the stadium because of real estate is a pain in the ass to get that stuff figured out but come on no jersey sponsor do you know who else did that before no the san jose earthquakes for i think almost two years really just straight up black kit was this uh 90s era no this was um when i yeah when i lived in walnut creek california and we used to go to the san jose games and barca did it too so randy is your is your frustration because they should have a sponsor and get more money or it's because, um, like, it's just, it, it looks Bushly. not as professional. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was yeah. going to say. I mean, I don't, I don't care about Miami. I'm curious about them because it's an expansion team and it's interesting in that respect. But I don't, you know, I don't, I don't care about them as a team or how well they perform. I just think it's laughable that that whole thing is, you know. The uh, Nutmeg News used to have, an, have that story where it was like Miami announces – intention to make an announcement because forever they would just have these like fake announcements on mls that that were not about anything it was it was about miami intending you know having intentions to do something or they're really going to do it this time what wouldn't have been surprised if something had happened at the last minute and they were not able to start this year (sighs) no one cares no one cares about miami or anything you have to say (laughs) all right (laughs) who else has got something to say then uh i would like to give a a shout out to the morisonic guys uh, again for being very creative uh they dropped a podcast uh yesterday they recorded on monday and what they have decided to do in the absence of actual games to review is to go back and review old games pretending that they don't know what the result is going to be and so they went back to the Timbers opening MLS season and are talking up, uh, talking about the lead up to the opening game. And it was probably one of the funniest things that I've listened to intently for a long time. Uh, so, so well done, guys. If you guys haven't listened to that, you should totally listen to it. So it's a pre- it's a preview of the match that's already been played. Yeah, uh, and they're but they're pretending like they don't know what's going right. to happen, and they're oh, talking about awesome. like the players who they think will make a major impact on the Timbers roster for you know <laughs> opening season. It, it was really funny. Um, so well done. I didn't know that they had released that yet. Yeah, I didn't know that either. It didn't pop up in my thing. Um, 
Well, because uh, nobody seems to listen to us if we don't talk about patches, um, we got a raffle going on. Patch, 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 patch. Uh, raising money for the Oregon Food Bank. I think we've raised like $1,300 so far. But basically, it's a raffle. You go to tickets, our dollar each. Choose which lots you want to throw your tickets in. And um, the money goes to the Oregon Food Bank. There's a lot of rare stuff, some some heavy stuff, and it's a what, what do you call it, a live raffle where it's rolling out in phases. Where add stuff to the raffle each day. Um, and I know there's some big heat coming down the road too. None of Randy's patches because none of those are heat. Yep, all of them suck. Really suck. <laughs> I just I just donated a. a a uh, Portland Calling Backpatch. Oh, was there 25 of those, right? No, there's like 50 of those, I think. Oh, damn it. So I have some, some follow-up questions to this raffle and some uh, some critiques of this raffle. Are you ready? Uh-oh. Are you ready for ready. some ready. live Q&A? All right, number yeah. one, I clicked on the link to go to the Google uh, form. Oh, I should tell people how to get number- there. Hang on a second. Yeah, you should, should- do that. Do it. It's uh, patchpatrol.com slash raffle. Yeah, there you go. Josh, you're actually really good at that. Um, Thank you. (laughs) When I re-listen to these episodes and I hear hear you talking, I'm like, I like it. I'm kind of fired up right now. Um, I'm (laughs) clicking the link. Um, You had number two listed twice, Randy. It was like you had to pick the number for the raffle. You had one, two, two, four, five, six, seven, blah, blah, blah. A little disappointed in your QA abilities. Uh, so critique number one. Critique number two. What's with the stretch goals, man? Travis is running this thing. It's his... Um, oh, you're going to skate responsibility now. No, it's his baby, glory. and he thinks it's... Let's get him on the phone. It's yeah. a good idea to drive up interest and make it last longer instead of just dumping them all up at the same time. My complaint is, so... If I got excited and I put a hundred dollars in to help hit a goal and I used all my tickets in the various buckets, if you then later release something super rare, but I already donated a hundred bucks, which is my max, I can't can I change my tickets? No, you can't. Man, that breaks. And I my guess heart. that's a valid criticism, but uh, Travis's response to this some of these issues was I've done this before, I know what I'm doing. fake news fake news i'm an expert surrounded by experts you can always just wait till the end and then dump your hundred dollars in that's true it was it was made clear in the beginning that there would be uh things added so i don't know but there's always a different way to do things i guess the average person isn't a multiple hundredaire like you are (laughs) well that's my Uh, point I mean, I can, I can, I can join in each round at a hundred bucks and have some fun. I might come away with some serious heat. <laughs> oh, look at me, <laughs> Mr. Bags. Fancy Pants! I'm just gonna buy these patches. Yeah. Um, hey, man, we're doing the best we can. Okay, so I, I, I appreciate you, you taking my, my criticisms of the raffle, but I did look at some of the patches there, and hot damn, Gina! Like, there is some nice stuff. Yeah, there's some really good stuff. Yeah, I mean. Did it look like um, you had some some really good stuff donated? Is there anyone you want to call out specifically for saying thank you for donating? Uh, no, I would have had to prepare for that ahead of time. Um, uh, Julie Marie is the one I can think of off the top of my head. And, but she's just the best human in general. So yeah, um, Let's see, Claire that works in the uh, team store, she donated a ton of stuff. Seems and like she took a picture of your butt the other day. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, can we talk like when you say a picture of your butt? Was it like a colonoscopy in the team store? We can make it the um, the graphic for this episode if you want. Uh, editing this part out. So, <laughs> so back to the raffle. Travis is holding some stuff back, um, and I I didn't prepare myself to make a list of everybody that donated, but it's it's all there on the form. You can see who donated it. Well, I mean, I have to feel like this, uh, if there is a podcast that should have late breaking news about what might be available in a, in, in a future raffle, can you give the, the, the people a hint? Like, what, what can we expect? 
Like one, reveal one super rare. Um, I, I will reveal the thing that cannot be revealed. And if you're, uh, <laughs> oh, if you're uh, very exciting. Uh, now you say, know where to drop your hundred bucks in the know. Yeah. Then uh, that means something to you. That was very well played, Randy. I'm impressed. Right. Watch it'll get nixed, and then I'll have to like cough one up for it. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a Boole patch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with Boole. The, the Buell you're talking about? Same thing. Yeah. I, sorry, I didn't pronounce it correctly. That's uh, actually one of my favorites. There's two of those in there now. I, I put one in, and then someone else put one in. It's, I'm always kind of surprised when I see those out and about. Most people aren't going to know what that's out, but Google. That's really, it really is one of my favorite patches. Google um, Forever Green and Buell. B-U-L-E, <laughs> and you will get it. Okay, who's ready to talk about um, the, the head of uh, U.S. men's, or the, sorry, the head of U.S. soccer quitting? Anybody? Well, oh, he, he was, it was either quit or get fired at this point. Right. It was either quit, get fired, or someone was going to murder him in real yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was, um, can you? Bl- I mean, I can't. I just cannot believe that they that they went ahead with that argument that what it, the the women didn't have as much responsibility and that they weren't as skilled as the men, and that's why they deserve to be paid less. I one hundred percent expected that to be like from uh, the nutmeg news uh, <laughs> when when you are reading that. Like I. I think all poor humor is still pretty funny if you mean it as a joke uh, and everyone gets that it's a joke. But the fact that that was real life uh, and that's in writing as a legal case to not pay women more money for the same sport was abhorrence, not the word. I don't even know. uh, Flabbergasted. I, I had no response initially other than like jaw drop and... I think it was Dax McCarty tweeted uh, that Tobin Heath has more skill in her little finger than he does in his entire body. And uh, <laughs> that they, I can't, I cannot believe that happened in real life. The other argument, another, another argument they gave was that they have to go to more hostile places to play. Um, <laughs> like what? It was, you know, uh, Expected that to sort of drag on for a while, but he he left really fast. Yeah, and then uh, again, if you guys listen to uh, Grant Wall, um, his uh, one of his most recent podcasts was right after that happened, and he wrote in his um, article that clearly the the uh, he had to resign, uh, and then he's like, and any other board member who was complicit in these actions should also resign. Um, and then he also said the head of the legal counsel for the board is a female and that she should also resign, uh, because either a, she was complicit or B didn't know uh, that that was the legal case and either way should have to resign. So, oh, yeah, totally. so they, I think they, they're changing legal counsel too. So they're, they're changing their law firm, um, which they announced, but like the person, like every like board of directors has like some kind of corporate counsel associated with the board, uh, or some lawyer to, uh, have those types of conversations or to have a strategy to bring to a law firm. And so if she didn't know, then that's on her and she should resign. But if she did know, like, wow, quit. That's something that the um, the new president of U.S. soccer, Cindy Parlo Cohen, mentioned in an article um, that the language in that filing was a mistake, it was an error, and that it wasn't reviewed properly. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> One thing she mentioned was that they were going to have new procedures put in place to stop this kind of thing from happening in the future. Um, and I, I read this on Equalizer Soccer. She condemned the arguments and everything. Um, you kept expecting it to go, and we're going to just give them what they want. But that's not part of it. They're going to revisit and see how they can work together, um, which I was a little bit surprised because I just kind of assumed that appointing her meant that they were just going to do the right thing. But apparently it does not. But like, what you said, they're going to put in new procedures. Like, what is step one? Don't be a, like, you know, uh, misogynistic a-hole 
I, I don't understand like the amount of money that's been spent on not giving them equal pay would have probably been more. I mean, it's probably more than they would have gotten if they just gave it to them in the first place. Does that even make sense? Gosh. Yeah, you're you're my kind of man. Like, what's the ROI? What's the total cost of ownership in terms of having a, you know, a legal battle or just paying people what they're worth? It's insane. Like the fact that they just keep holding out for no reason. I like the um, protests that they had turning the jerseys inside out. Yeah. Now you can actually buy a T-shirt with that graphic on it. That's just the, you know, the, the outline. Yeah, the outline of the logo and then the stars, um, and it's. I don't know. I think the money goes to someplace. I'm not sure. It does. Uh, so there was. I read an article where there was some company that bought the rights to do U.S. Women's National Team stuff, and the second they did that protest, they started pumping out those shirts, and it's the highest selling U.S. Women's National Team shirt ever. <laughs> I would have to imagine you wouldn't need the rights to put that out because it's a. It's you know what I mean. Like, can you copyright what your design looks like if you can't see all of it and it's only and it's reversed? Yeah, you're just seeing I an outline of it. Think so. I mean, because otherwise it's just four stars over a shield that everyone has. Yeah, like a universal shield. But anyways, that was a, that was a that was a great design. Um, so, who is the new head of uh, U.S. Soccer? It's Cindy Parlo Cohn, who is former member of the University of North Carolina NCAA Women's Soccer Championship. She has won the Herman Trophy for outstanding female collegiate soccer player twice in a row. Being the only second person to do that, um, the first person to do that was Mia Hamm, which you probably have heard of. She was also the ACC Female Athlete of the Year in 1999. She was a founding member of the Women's United Soccer Association, playing for the Atlanta Beat in 2001 to 2003. I'd never heard of the Atlanta Beat. You guys heard of the Atlanta Beat? I haven't. No. She was also, most notably, the first head coach of the Portland Thorns. Oh, sick. what were you expecting? Like, are you going to insert like jaw drop here? Also, the <laughs> she won in her first year, and but she quit in when did she quit? She quit um, for personal reasons. Do we know what the personal reasons were? No, because they were personal. She did not tell me. Oh, well, why didn't you ask her for the podcast? Uh, that's a good question because. Uh, independent media doesn't have access to the because <laughs> <laughs> Chris Farlow wouldn't let me do it. That's why yeah, Chris Chris Farlow Chris Farlow Chris Farley <laughs> 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 Richard Huckabee name drop. Name. I hate both of those guys. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, they're both the worst. I'm excited. Chris Farlow moved to my neighborhood. Him and Abby got a spot in Northeast, uh, not too far from that uh, Fred Meyer. So I'm pretty excited. No one cares. Yeah, no one cares except That's me, Chris and Abby. I love you guys. Josh, is that your contribution to everything in this podcast? No one cares. Oh my god, if you look at the the amount of speaking that I've done, it's really like <laughs> we've been on for 38 minutes and I am maybe 10 seconds of talking. <laughs> are you jealous or are you, do you just not no. bring value? I'm not I sure. Do not, I, well, obviously, I don't bring value to anything. That's it. I'm, I'm out of stuff to talk about. I talked about everything that I can Well, Josh, tell us what's going on in the, in the design world. Nothing. Is really. anything changing with coronavirus? Yeah, all the designs. There's lots of postponed going over everything or canceled stamps being put on all the designs that are out there. And no one, I guess, thinks that's funny, but (laughs) that's all. I don't know what the fuck's going on. (laughs) All I know is, like, I I have hardly any work. Oh, that's the thing. It's like, uh, like in terms of, uh, that's one of the things too, that when I was being uh, initially cavalier in my approach to the coronavirus, I was not considering the possibility of mass scale closures of businesses. So when I'm like, yeah, it's just a flu, like just, you know, stay home. Uh, but again, without the ability to properly diagnose that you have the coronavirus and whatnot, and now everyone's like, you know, really stay home. Josh, I think you said yesterday that Kate Brown closed Oregon public schools until April 28th. Is that right? Yeah. Even though I got um, a lot of slack for it, but I'm standing by what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Kate Brown and I do not. Well, I really, you know, other States 
are going like longer. California's doing the rest of the year. And wait, when you do, say rest of the year, you mean academic year, right? Academic year, yeah. They'll okay. start start back up in fall. So you can't separate the decision from the person who made it. I don't like the person and the decision. Every decision that's made by her is usually something. It's just like on par with what California's doing, and she's just like trying to make a mini California, and it drives me nuts. That's a hot take, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that is. But it's. Eh, it's Whatever it is, what it is. <laughs> you know, yeah, man. You vote for who you would like to vote for. Um, I I think uh, the Kate Brown scenario with the coronavirus response, uh, but we had kind of a, a interesting response to it too. Like, and like it was following CDC guidelines, but even the CDC guidelines were changing almost every day. Where it was, you know, no one more than two hundred fifty people, nowhere with a hundred people, and then now it's like, don't travel, don't do this, don't do that, and it's like our company has followed CDC guidelines, so it's been, I would say, consistently inconsistent. Um, but I think everyone now has hit the oh shit button. And my brother-in-law is a teacher in Bend, and I was saying like, what do the kids even do? Like, can you like what like kids who were supposed to graduate? Uh, what happens? He didn't have any really solid, uh, not ideas, but like, like he's like, you just don't know yet. Um, he's like, you can't graduate kids without, you know, taking tests to graduate them. That's how the system works. But um, I don't know. It'll be interesting. And again, once Brianna's work uh, canceled all travel uh, and my work was only if it's essential, but we couldn't really define essential, which means don't travel. Um, right. Uh, so we're just like, we'll see what happens. And then now the San Francisco Bay area has like the, the curfew in effect where like shelter in place after 7 PM and don't go anywhere other than grocery stores. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's again, one of the reasons why I went back home to, uh, to get dog food and stuff like that, just to play it safe. San Francisco is, uh, you know, I don't want to be the person that says that someone's going overboard, but I don't know. I just I just want to say follow the money. <laughs> follow the so, money. Someone's making Who's money, making money right now. Yeah, healthcare systems are making did you, money. Did you see there's like a little um there's like a tube or something that they're using to keep patients alive in Italy and the the pharmaceutical company that makes it charges like $11,000 a tube and a respirator. It's a part, yeah, of, part of a respirator. respirator. And um the these two guys that were trying to get more of them couldn't. So they ended up 3d printing them for a dollar each. And now they're going to be getting sued by the company. for doing it, but they're saving lives. So, so you're saying this is a conspiracy by the ventilator companies. I'm thinking it is. Is it the, the DNC? You know, it's all the DNC. Yeah. They just don't, they, they can't find a way to stop Trump. So they had China release a virus to kill old people. Cause that makes sense. Ancient aliens. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Oh man. Um, that was, uh, my favorite thing right now is the whole, everyone who's anti-socialism, but they're excited about getting the Trump uh-huh. here. No, that's the greatest up. thing ever. Yeah. Like that. You can't buy that level of comedy. Uh, cause Did it's not for sale. The picture of the guy in the Trump t-shirt with a face mask on and a grocery cart full of toilet paper and crap that he was hoarding at the, at a store. No. <laughs> Which oh man. Contradicts literally like, was it, I feel like it's hard to tell. It's hard to judge what, how much time has passed lately, but I can't, you know, I can't tell. Was that three weeks ago, two weeks ago that yeah. one week ago that Trump was saying it was a democratic hoax. Yeah. Like, it was like two weeks ago. I, and then, well, y- you can even follow like just even what Fox News has been doing, and how at first it was hoax, 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 and now it's how great Trump is for and how he's dealing with this horrible virus and everything horrible that's going on. Um, My dumb uncle in Florida, who I unfriended on Facebook two years <laughs> before Trump happened, uh, probably friends uh, with my aunt. Yeah, he, um, my wife is still friends with him on Facebook, and he's posting stuff about how it's a conspiracy to stop 45. Uh, and I just can't even imagine, like, what level of psychosis you must be in um, to to get to that level of conspiracy theory. And uh, I I just don't, I don't get it. Um, so and, that, uh, what's the level of psychosis that you 
compare that to with the DNC tr- conspiring to keep Bernie out, uh, away from being the official nomination. Oh, well, that's just, that's, that's happening. Not, that's not a conspiracy. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's actually like, common sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all of the, the moderate candidates who are like, you know, center leftish, rightish, or like maybe like true middle. Yeah. All dropping out of the race before Super At the Tuesday exact same time. Biden. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, and hun- instantly that's backing him. Yeah. That goes back to follow the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but gotcha. I have an interesting question, um, which uh, is, I don't think it falls on any political line here is i know trump called it a chinese virus the other day which is so crazy yeah like you you can't do that um but my question is is you guys remember the doctor who originally like realized this was a thing that wasn't the flu or whatever he died died. and the story that i read on bbc when this was all going down when coronavirus was you know or covid19 was named is he was silenced by um, like Chinese authorities and threatened him and his family with arrest uh, if they publicized this, saying it was nothing. Uh, and obviously, it's turned into uh, to something. And my question would be: Is at what point is like does is anyone held responsible for what happened? Well, no one's going to be held responsible. Cool. Good segue. We do. We actually do have a game to talk about. We can't talk about. Did you guys watch the uh, Timbers versus New England Revolution, the um, FIFA Twenty broadcast? No. They they had a, you didn't watch that. Neither no, you I don't watch that? FIFA. Oh my god! Was I'm this, an adult. Of all the things you do, you know, that's what you want to get. Is that Margo? About? Margo, say hi. <laughs> say hi. Hi, Margo. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Margo. So they did, they broadcast uh, what I have to assume was two AI um, teams playing each other. Was it the um, guy that's like sponsored by the Timbers? No, it was not the, it was not the EMLS team guys, which I thought would have been good because they could have split screen or they could have done cutaways. None of you guys watched it? A lot of people watched it. I have shit to do. Well, it was on during when the game was supposed to be played. Uh, I actually found myself sort of getting into it a little bit more than I should have. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> but uh, anyways, that game ended in a 4-4 draw. Which, which a uh, real game had never ended. Right. Have we have ever scored four goals? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It happened uh, I think against Seattle when I was in yeah. Morocco and I was watching it uh, on my computer and I believe... That was a Diego Chara two two goal game. Chara two goal game. That was oh. years ago. Um, six. It wasn't ago. the Adi two goal game. No, nah, I wasn't Adi because I think I was there for Adi. Why? That was like a three goal. All right, are we done? done? No, we're not. Are we? We're gonna play. Oh, Margo wants to say something. <laughs> say something. Say hi to everyone. Or don't. Margo, you're the only reason any of us puts up with your dad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Randy, I think you're finally going to get your wish of a podcast that's not an hour and a half. I know. Why is Randy doing that? Why is Randy doing that? Why is he doing that? Can you say Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast? Come on. (laughs) Josh, how do the people get a hold of us? Dude. This is your one I know, job. I have to always. I have to know ahead of time and then pull it up. It's somewhere written in this note. Uh, where is it? Hey, um, we're going to do another episode. It's going to be called Episode Seven. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to ask you, um, how can the people reach us? Oh, so you mean in <laughs> the future? Enough? That's enough. That's far enough in advance. Okay. okay episode uh, seven, ten seconds of heaven. Oh yeah. Okay, Margo, be quiet for a second. Um, you can. Where to go, go on? I, don't even, go I really on. don't know where it went. Um, give me one second. I can get it on. Um, oh my god! You're ki- even. I'm losing interest. In dude, we're going to completely just block that twenty seconds out. It's not a big deal. Okay. Littering end. Littering end. <laughs>
God, this is so bad. Actually, we would like to thank Zencaster. That's a podcasting platform. And during the coronavirus, they have removed the restrictions on their free plan. And that is what we are using to remotely record this podcast. Um, it's a pretty good platform. It records each voice track separately on the local computer and then uploads them synced to a Dropbox file. And so that's what we used for this episode. And it was easy to use and quite frankly saved our butts. We might not have made an episode without it. So that was nice of them, I guess. So Zencaster. Zencaster, but the caster doesn't have an E in it. Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R dot com. So this episode of Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast was brought to you by our email address, portlandvanity at gmail.com. Also, you can leave us a message, a voice message, at 503-583-4235. You can also chat with us on Facebook at Portland Vanity or on Twitter at PDX Vanity Soccer. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, and Google Play. Have a great day. <laughs> Closing song. Touch me, I'm sick, but my honey. That's it for this episode. I'm out of here. Randy says goodbye. And Josh. Bye. Bye, Jeff. I'm Jonathan. Bye. <laughs> I'm fully going to get coronavirus. That's all I'm saying about that. Because I'm making fun I, of it too much. I bought a new car today. What? <laughs> like a, thanks for stimulating What'd the you economy. Get? Uh, I got an email a couple of days ago because the car sales market is like tanking. Uh-huh. Uh, and Audi in Beaverton emailed me and was like, hey, if you buy a new car, um, we'll take your old one. I'll send you a free cruise tip ship but the old it. one is like yeah. brand new i got it in 20 i guess two years ago it was used and i had like fifteen thousand miles on it so i got a 2019 brand new audi q7 with more stuff in it for cheaper than what i pay now because they're trying to just sell anything did you take the old one and shove it directly down the mouth of a baby turtle? yes i did um 
And to practice safe social distancing, though, I did all the paperwork online last night. Um, and it took me like 15 minutes at the dealership. I walked in. We They looked at my car uh, to make sure uh, there weren't dead baby turtles in it from all the straws that I just threw out the window in the ponds. Uh, and then I got keys and left. It was actually pretty fantastic. I'm driving a 2006 Honda Pilot, so there you go. That's pretty Pilot? Well, you can get (laughs) his old car for probably pretty cheap right now. Yeah, you could probably... They bought that car back for $30,000. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I like... like, Our new um, Portland Vanity stickers will look beautiful on it. Ooh, I I saw the one that you gentlemen casually (laughs) placed on my car. It's been on there Uh, for like two months. Uh, and speaking of Portland Vanity Soccer merch, Randy, you can keep this as the bloopers in the end. There may or may not be pins arriving from uh, China tomorrow with some logos on them. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, no, I'm not going to tell you when they're supposed to arrive or where they're arriving because you'll try to intercept them and throw them in the garbage. Um, but uh, they're very nice. That's not true. Uh, Josh, if you're really down to go get them, it's supposed to be there by 1030 tomorrow. Yeah, I'll go pick them up tomorrow. That's completely, that's completely stupid. I'm literally like seven minutes away. And from I your said house. I needed to get out of the house. Okay. I am isolated in Lake Oswego <laughs> with nothing to do. All there are are parks we can't go to, and children. Why can't you go to the parks? Because parents look at you what? like you're crazy. Oh yeah, that social stigma of like you don't care about this. Yeah, how can they care about it? That's if the question were... I had, and they don't have an answer for that. And then they just argue back. <laughs> we uh, are these arguments in your head, or are they most arguments are in my head. <laughs> I'm not what you call sane. Oh, uh, uh, stop recording! This episode of Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast is brought to you by a photo of Randy's butt. If you're in a rut, look at his butt. <laughs> Bling. Mm. They were going to change, uh, put, um, what do you call that? I have to edit this part up. Um, oh, it's my Alzheimer's is kicking in. <laughs> Randy, calm down, buddy. Sit down, Wait. just put on Matlock, maybe Wait. get yourself a glass of warm milk. <laughs> Murder, she wrote. Yeah. And, and you also, oh, never mind. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my brain's not in it right now (laughs) now it has to be cut out (laughs) so back on track you'll pay for the whole seat but you'll only use the edge Dude, my car is pretty sick, pretty sick, pretty sick. Oh, no! It's pretty sick.